Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Bernadette Armstrong. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. During the month of November, we are presenting a month of plays written by veterans or members of their family. Now playing in Theater 119, The Final Battle, written by Daniel Lambert, directed by Bernadette Armstrong, starring David Purdom as Lewis, Michael Fletcher as Jared, Justice Davis as Paul, and Ann Cooper as Peggy. Peggy. Hey, Peg. Listen, Bob and Jean, they just wanted to thank you for the dinner. They said all the food was good, but they just couldn't stay for dessert. Oh, woo. Okay, guys, that's much better. You know, Peggy's artichoke surprise always does a number on my delicate system. Oh, you asked me to make it for you, honey. <laughs> I can't believe you. Yeah, he's I'm about kidding, as delicate as an armadillo. <laughs> Uh, Mom's cooking is what makes Thanksgiving special, but stays with you. Yeah, you know. Look, I don't care what she fences, though. Anything's better than the Thanksgiving meals I had when I was in the service. Oh, you're damn right. You're damn right. Yeah, man. That food in Iraq was just so crappy, but there was always plenty of it. If you could hold it down, you'd be just fine. The only good food we ever got was when Bob Hope flew in or some Hollywood hotshot. Hey, Gramps. uh, We've... We've all heard how bad the conditions were in Vietnam. What was the worst Thanksgiving meal you ever had? I don't talk about that. Well, you never had it as bad as we did, and thank God you yeah, didn't. But, hey, all right, all right, hey, look, you're right. No one ever had it as bad as the guys returning from Nam, and we all know that. We've all heard about the baby killer stories. All those times that you got spit well, on. Well, then stop asking me about it! Grandpa, Grandpa, he's just trying to make conversation. You both served in combat, and I'm still in. And from what I can tell, the only difference between us is that when you guys came home, you were hated, and the country was in upheaval. Gramps, Vietnam divided the country for a very long time. But war has changed. I can do my job anywhere. All I need is a computer and the internet. Computers and internet. Well, what I do seems so different from what you dealt with, because my weapons are a keyboard and a joystick, and I never see the carnage and never have to walk through the quagmire, but it doesn't mean I'm less of a patriot or a warrior. We've just gotten smarter about war. Computers, that- soldiers, hogwash. Okay, here we go. Homemade pumpkin pie with my special Pecan praline toffee. Huh? What? All right, who died? I walk in with my famous pumpkin pie, and you three just sit there. What's going on? Uh, Bob and Jane left. What happened? Peggy, no one died. We were just talking about military stuff. Oh, why do you do that every time you get together? Every holiday. How many stories can be told, for God's sake? Isn't it depressing to talk about the same 
sad things over and over again. All it does is make you miserable. I love you all. And I hate to see you this way. Come on, you guys. You all suffered and sacrificed. Jared still does. All I hear is which war was worse than the other, which branch is better. Why does it always have to be, the, what do you call it, a spitting contest? Uh, it's called a pissing contest, Mom. Oh, Jared, <laughs> ugh. You're all so gross. Try talking about something fun like politics or religion. Okay, just kidding. Here's your pie. If you want coffee, make it yourself. I've got dishes to wash. I'm sure army coffee is better than marine coffee. Maybe Jared has some Air Force coffee somewhere. I know this. When Carl gets here, I'm going to keep him all to myself in the kitchen with me. He's pleasant and he's fun to be around and I love him. Not like the three of you. Peg, bring me another beer. No, you get nothing more. Coffee, do you hear that everybody in the room? Yeah. Nothing. She's right, you know, we we do tend to make each other miserable. Civilians don't have any clue what we went through in the swamps of that godforsaken country. How many people I watched die. Grandpa, Grandpa, hold on. Why does it always have to be the worst of what happened? I'm sure that there were positive things you did. Maybe people that you saved or missions you were involved in. Things that you're proud of. Hey, that civilian you were just referring to is your daughter, by the way. And my wife. So be careful. You know, I saw some shit and did some things that I can't ever forget. And I think about that almost daily. But Lewis, that doesn't define who I am. Why do you walk around in a storm cloud all the time? How about you take off that Vietnam noose that's around your neck and live your life? Christ, Lewis. It's been over 50 years. Alright, hey, that's my cue. I can see where this is headed. So, I need some coffee. You two hash this out. And the Air Force makes it better anyway. <laughs> you think it's easy to turn off the memories and just forget? What do you know anyway, Paul? You served in the desert! Oh, what does it matter where someone served? The point is, they served. What does it matter if they were drafted? The point is, they served. You know, Lewis, I volunteered to join the Marines. And Jay joined the Air Force largely because of your service. You hear that? Not my service, yours. He wanted to honor you and what you went through. If he wanted to honor me, he would have joined the army. Oh, damn it, man. Hold on. Are you being serious? You know what? You're a miserable SOB. Uh. And the worst thing is, you're proud of that. You know, Lewis, do you ever wonder why no one ever comes over here to visit you? It's because you can be impossible to be around. The only person that ever does come to visit you from your squad is Carl. But how often do you actually see him, huh? Once or twice a year he comes over? You've never made the effort to go see him. This man lost his sight and part of his leg when a grenade was tossed into a surgical Don't tent. Don't talk to me about that. I was there. Oh, you weren't. Shut up, Louie. Look, Carl never complains about that, though. He doesn't make others miserable. He's moved on. Louis, this man has never seen his children. He's never rode a roller coaster. He's never driven a car. But you, you've been physically able to do all of those things. But you still elect to sit around here and spread your misery to everyone. Hey, Carl needs his children to bring him over here. He's kind to them, and that's why they want to help him. Don't you see how that works? 
when you're decent to people they want to help you oh really you got quiet on me you got nothing left to say no response well Lewis I got one more word for you to understand and what word is that that word is alone which is exactly how you're gonna die I mean look at this Lewis it's Thanksgiving we haven't even gotten to dessert yet and you've already driven everyone off yet again are you happy now you know what I need to take this pause calling me Hey Grams, here's some Air Force coffee that I made. Strong enough to degrease engines. Where's uh where's dad going? He's probably off working on another speech. Speech? What what do you mean? Nothing, nothing. Are you okay, Grams? Your dad says that I'm a miserable SOB and I'm gonna die alone. Is he right, Jared? Whoa, yeah. Am I a miserable SOB? Gramps, you can be hard to be around. And you always clam up whenever we ask you anything about your service. You know I don't ask except for to learn from your experiences. You were especially hard on Grandma when she was alive, going on and on about how stupid civilians are and how they don't know anything. But the reason they don't know anything is because you never shared things. You kept it all bottled up making everyone walk on eggshells around you. I mean, how much of your life did you waste being nasty to people? Even me. Oh, now I'm gonna get a lecture from my own grandson. Hey, you asked. And I'm gonna be honest. It's hard to be your grandson sometimes. You never wanted to do things with me when I was younger. And now that I'm a man and I'm serving in the Air Force where I'm doing all sorts of cool things, you have no interest. So whatever burden you're still carrying around from Nam, it, whatever it is, it's killing you, and it's ruining the relationships that you have with those who care about you most, or try to. How many years of your life have you lost because of the stress that you put yourself through? What haven't you let yourself off the hook for? It's not that easy, Judge. No, it's, oh, hey, Dad, what's wrong? Um, uh, Carl's not coming over this year, Lewis. Was you need a ride? Jared can go yeah, pick him I'd, up. I'd be happy no, to. No, it's it's not that, guys. It's not that. Um, look, Carl's son just called me, and Carl passed away this morning. What? what? Oh my what? God! Yeah. No. What? 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 What, what are you talking about? Don't fool with me. That old buzzard is too tough to die. Lewis, I'm not fooling with you. I did. I'm sorry. He had a heart attack last night and he didn't make it. Oh, no. Wait, Carl's dead? He can't be dead. Carl can't be dead! I, I never got a chance to tell him! I never got a chance to tell him! Tell him? Tell him what? Lewis, tell him what? Lewis, tell him what? I, I never got a chance to tell him the truth. I never had a chance to tell him what really happened in that explosion. To tell him how sorry I am. To tell him that I'm the reason that he's blind. We were on the 
post and I went to steal a quick smoke and I left the tent wide open. A damn VC walked right up and threw the grenade before I had a chance to stop him. I just needed a goddamn smoke so bad and I caused him to be hurt. Oh, Carl, I never told you, buddy. I never told anyone. Uh, why didn't you tell him? Louis, he was your best friend. You've had 50 years. You, you kept this bottled up for so long. How do you tell somebody something like that? Why would you do that? <laughs> Dad, Dad, you couldn't tell Carl what you did after all this time. He's your best friend. He loved you. He might have forgiven you and lifted this burden off of you. You always went on about how brave and tough you were, but you couldn't do this one thing to free yourself of that burden. My God, Dad, I love you, but this, I'm, I'm not sure I can forgive you for all you've put the family through. Putting your shame ahead of your family. Look at me. Do you understand what I'm saying? You put your shame ahead of your family for all these years. <laughs> Do you know how we suffered? You put, you put Mom through hell. For 37 years. Uh, maybe you don't care. And one more thing. Are you listening to me? One more thing. You are not permitted to ever use the word civilian in this house ever again. This civilian, me, look at me. This civilian served her entire life fighting a war for your love ever since I was small for your attention and your compassion. That was my war. And don't you ever, ever minimalize that. No, damn, do not get up. No, no. I'm going in the kitchen and I'm going to have a piece of pie and a cup of coffee. Happy Thanksgiving. See that, Lewis? Another get-together you ruined. No, I'm getting out of here, too. Well, Jared? Well, what? Have you got anything to add? No. No, I think you've gotten the message. Loud and clear. No, you wait. Actually, you know what? There is one thing. Do you know you've never once said that you were proud of me? Or, or just given me a hug? Ever? Well, uh, I, I, of course I'm proud of you, son. I brag about you all the time to my your friends. I brag about you to everybody. Come here. No, no. Not out of pity. Not out of guilt. You gotta mean it. I don't know where to begin! How am I supposed to fix it? I don't know how to fix it! We're not going to be easy on you. You've hurt a lot of people, Grandpa. 
Come here. Come here. Let's let's see if you are as tough as you say you are. Jerry. I do love you, Grandpa. I really do. I just... It's hard sometimes. Plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong, recorded at Oak House Studio in Altadena, California, mixed and designed by our talented sound engineer, David Peters. Sound effects are provided by Audio Jungle and music from Karaoke Version. Thank you for listening to our plays. If you are interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website, www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Please share the podcast with friends and do not forget to subscribe so you will be notified when our next production is live. And don't forget, donations to Open Door Playhouse can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org.